I'm Alana Burke, CEO of Your Life's Workshop, coach to entrepreneurs and solopreneurs across dozens of industries, and host of Good Business. With nearly 20 years' experience helping hundreds of clients create profitable, ethically driven, and sustainable businesses based on their life's work, I'm here to teach you how to do great work, make great money, and make a positive impact without feeling like you need a shower afterwards. Hi there and welcome. Today's episode is about one of my very favorite things to talk about. It's the center of like everything I do. Everything I hope people learn from me, everything I teach, it's at the foundation of every coaching call uh, and I'm really excited to be sharing it with a bigger audience. So today we're talking about two sides of what is essentially the same coin, your values and your value. So To dig into that, first I want to really define what those two things are. So your values are what's inside. It's it's the thing that is the core of everything that you do, how you move through the world, how you do your work, how you present it to the world. So your values are what's inside of you made manifest in your actions. So your value is the flip side of that. It's how others experience your values in play. So your values are what affect your deepest work, how you make decisions, how you operate externally from yourself. It's how you move through the choices you make, how your interactions. It's, um, it's how you make, your, make decisions in the world. It's kind of, it's everything, right? Um, your values, it's like they have all kinds of different wor- names for them, right? Your values, you have um, your morals, your beliefs, your... Uh, systems of judgment, whatever whatever label you want to put on it, I'm using values to kind of encompass all of that. And most of us are a cocktail of things. Like we are a mix of our experiences, of our learnings, of our of what's been taught to us that we didn't even know that we learned, right? It's a mix of all of these different components kind of mashed together in in one I don't know, cocktail, I guess is the best word for it. It's like, uh, it's what makes you you, right? It's how you interact with humans. It's how you think about your work. It's, it's everything, right? So um, your values are something that most of us think of as almost immovable. You know, when, it, when you say that people can't change, right? It, that's kind of what we're talking about, right? Can you change your values? And that's um, not something that most people are all that good at. And, and it takes a tremendous amount of work to shift your values because they, they tend to defy logic as you age, right? As you get older and you get more set in your ways, it's like your values become so core to who you are, they get all tied up with your ego. And once things are tied up with your ego, they stop being choices and start being just who you are. So that's obviously a lot bigger topic than we're going to tackle today, but uh Today, we're going to talk about how this affects your work. So um, your values should be the foundation of everything. They should be how you, uh, how you do what you do. And then, and then the, the other side of that is your value, right? So we talked about that a little bit. So it's how others experience your values in play. So once your, uh, your values are set and you can identify how they affect your work, then you can start to think about how they will play out 
in the world, right? In how you experience what, um, what you do and how others experience what you do. So your values affect your deepest work, how you make decisions, how you operate externally from yourself, how you move through the world. Your value is more complicated in some ways and simpler in others. For one thing, it's only about 50% up to you. Your value is like you can put yourself out and position yourself in a certain way to convey a certain level, right? A certain level of value to the outside world, depending on your market. You know, there, there's a thousand ways to do this and we'll go into it a little bit. But uh, the rest is all about perception. You can't actually control how other people perceive you and your values in play. They can't, you can't really control how others value you. Not entirely. You get, you can get about halfway there, but you can't get all the way there. So that's where you start to, you know, we all have to put things out to the world that then we don't necessarily get to control how it's experienced by others. So it's one of the scary things, especially when you're starting out is like, okay, I'm, I'm creating all these things, but then it might not draw in who you thought. It might not attract who you thought. It might attract people that you had no idea it would attract, you know? So that's where it's like, there's a lot of question marks around this. And accepting that and knowing that going in can be really, really freeing. So other things to know about what value is and what it isn't. It can change. Uh, your value is very deeply affected by external circumstances. So it's uh, it can go up, it can go down, it based upon things as arbitrary as the weather, depending on what you do. It can definitely be affected by politics. It can definitely be affected by world events in, in really um, like trickle down kind of ripple effect sort of ways that you may not even be able to draw a direct line to. But it definitely will change over time. And again, sometimes it's, it's like this, you know, when we think about how your value can change, well, obviously you're still you, right? Value, again, I'm going to reiterate, is that this is how the rest of the world experiences you. So your value can be shifted based on all, on all kinds of both internal and external circumstances. You know, your value can increase if you gain more education. Your value can increase if uh, suddenly someone bigger and more successful than you says that you're great. All of a sudden your value goes up. It's like your stock increases, right? That's the, you know, the to use the same word again, the value of promotion, right? Um, but it is affected most by how you how you invest in design, how you present yourself, how you present what you do, how you put yourself out to the world. So when you think about building value, when you think about like, say you want to position yourself, you know, the luxury market is the easiest way to convey this, right? It's the easiest example for this is, if you position yourself as a luxury brand, meaning you're going to spend a fortune on design, you're going to spend a fortune on packaging, uh, whatever that means for your business, you're going to spend a fortune on promotion, you're going to spend a fortune on those who endorse it. That's how you position yourself as showing that you have an extremely high value. That's one way to do it. Uh, where it's all about the gloss, the good design, the, um, and this is, this is not a judgment. It's just a statement of fact, right? That, uh, this is how you convey value. So it's, you know, we've all seen the stuff that it's like, um, you know, I think vodka is a good example of this. Like, I remember seeing something on 2020 or something years ago that was uh, a roundtable discussion. It was a taste test of different vodkas. And they had everything from like the Lady Lee and the big plastic bottle that you buy, you know, in the on the discount shelves on the very bottom, right? 
all the way up to Grey Goose and Belvedere and all the fancy ones. And without a doubt, people pretty much across the board picked the middle. Somewhere in the low middle, as being the one they liked the best, that they were certain was of highest value, was the luxury brand, was the best, right? And we see all kinds of examples of stuff like this, that the actual intrinsic value is was related more to external circumstances like cachet and packaging and beauty and uh, a general feeling of being a part of something at a certain level, that that's how people value it. And, and even though this is widely understood, we will still operate against our own self-interest, meaning we're going to spend more to feel like we're getting something better. Oh, there's, I mean, basically every luxury product is built on the same concept. Very few luxury products are actually of higher quality, like physical quality, than uh, anything that was less so. So how your values interplay with your perceived value from the outside is how, what are you willing to do, right? How are you willing to express yourself to the world. So those are questions that are deep and they're hard. So I'm going to keep moving on and uh, we'll circle back to that a little bit in a moment. So here's the thing you need to remember about value. If it's not accurately conveyed, you're dead in the water. If you convey someone else's value in your marketing and your social media presence and how you put yourself out to the world, if they're not your values, it's like the world can smell it and you won't be able to move forward. And that's really, really hard for a lot of people to understand if you haven't examined closely what your values are as they as they pertain to your business. So some of the things that, uh, that dictate, if you wanna think about like how your values dictate your value, right? How they convey that. Uh, some examples of that are uh, your where your website is hosted. It can be as simple as that. Like I saw, um, I saw a client, a potential client, was sending me their information the other day, and I noticed at the bottom of their website they are ex- an extremely high end luxury product. And at the bottom of their website it said proudly hosted by GoDaddy. Now love GoDaddy, hate GoDaddy, not the point. But they're conveying that they're j- going to charge thousands and thousands of dollars for something and they went with the free hosting plan at a company who has some pretty seriously questionable values. So what does that say? What does that say about them? Uh, What does that say about their value? Well, it can be subtle, you know, chances are I might be the only person that ever even noticed that. But what if I'm wrong? What if that's not the case? What if you, their potential clientele are like, really? You couldn't even afford a hundred bucks a year for for hosting? Like, really? You're hosted on GoDaddy? Like, you'd pick the easiest? Like, I don't know that I want to hire a luxury brand who picks the easiest thing, who picks the free thing. I'm going to give you thousands of dollars and like, really? That's the best you could do, right? So you're you can damage your value in such subtle ways if you're not making deliberate choices. So other things that that convey similar information, how much you spend on design, how good your photography is, how you promote others. That's a big one, right? Um, If one of your core values is that you want to promote other people, that you want to lift others up, but you don't spend any time investing time or energy in promoting other people, then you're not conveying that value. And that's affecting your value, both to those people who you might promote and also your perceived value to the people that you uh, might potentially want to work with. Other things include um, how you use your power, how you use your social capital, how you use your um, your business and your work to convey your 
message, right? And I don't just mean your work message. I mean your human message. Like politics are a really, really good example of this. I mean, how often do you get to say politics are a good example of anything? But uh, the way that you use your brand can can do all kinds of different things. If a core value for you is um, social equity and equality, but yet you don't talk about politics in your business, what you're saying is your value to someone who deeply cares about social justice and politics is lower. So if you want to work with people who care deeply about social justice and politics, then you need to make sure that you're conveying that through the power of your business. That's how your values become manifest in your value. Now, if you are trying for a broader market, for example, where you don't necessarily want social justice to be a core value point in how people hire you and in their buying decisions, then you might choose not to talk about politics in your business. You might choose not to draw those lines in the sand. Now, this is not a judgment on whether or not you should. Like, that's a conversation for another day. Like, this isn't about that today. This is about a simple, this is this happens to be a polarizing neighborhood, so it's an easy one to choose for an example to illustrate my point. So um, most, most core to all of what I'm talking about is how you sell. Your values come through loudest in how you sell whatever it is you sell. It comes through most resonant when someone's making a buying decision. So when you think about selling, when you think about how you present yourself, how you um, want people to spend money on you, then you, you have to think about what matters to you. So I'm going to pull away from using the term your values just for a minute and, and think about more what matters to you. And this is where you know, the age-old golden rule comes in, which I'm actually kind of not a big believer in. That sounds a little funny, but, you know, the golden rule is treat others how you want to be treated. See, here's the thing about that, though. You have to treat others how they want to be treated in order to actually um, have empathy be a part of your core value set. And a lot of people don't ever think about that, right? And uh, it, it's something that I've thought about a lot as an adult in my own personal journey for growth and uh, and being a, you know, fully fleshed out human, right? And a leader, especially. If I want to be empathetic and I want to meet people where they are and I want to look at my potential clients and friends and loved ones eye to eye instead of uh, from a place of ego, I have to look at what they ask of me. So this podcast is a great example of that. Um, I, I may never have started a podcast were it not for the fact that the people I most want to serve asked me to. It was something I heard again and again and again and again and again. The people I respect most were like, you got to have a podcast. We want to hear your voice. We want to hear your lessons. We want, and more people should have access to that. And it was, I mean, it's a huge honor. It's a huge compliment to have people ask you for your knowledge and for your expertise. And, uh, and this is how I applied that, right? Is give the people what they want, right? <laughs> now, um, and that's, if that's the way they want to consume information from me, then that's the choice I have to make. And I have to get over my own biases and I have to get over my own um, objections because it's important that I treat my people how they want to be treated. And that's all, that all ties into 
the idea of values. If, if that's really a core value for me, then my behavior has to match it. It means that uh, it's learning how to take responsibility both for your failures and your successes. It's learning how to take responsibility for the power that you have and making sure that you are conveying it with honesty and integrity and authenticity. It's making sure that the way you present yourself to the world aligns with what you actually believe and taking the time to stop and think about that. Like really think about that. I mean, when was the last time you did that where you actually thought about whether your business and every single choice you make within it aligns with your values? Now, I want to point out, you know, in our last episode, uh, we talked a lot about um, how you, you know, create shame and whether or not you create, you know, the idea of like uh, in some of the selling patterns we talked about around scarcity and that sort of thing. So if you haven't listened to that yet, uh, that'd be a good next stop. But um, where I'm going with this is like, if you are only taking advice on how to sell and you're not thinking about whether those choices that you're making align with your values as a human being, you're not creating authenticity. Now, there's a lot of question marks around like, you know, everybody knows that you should be authentic, right? I want to be authentic. Everybody wants to be authentic, but nobody has any fucking idea what authentic means. In my mind, that's what authentic means. It means that you are being deliberate in how you sell. It means that you're paying attention, that when you get advice, when you when you get like maybe a new thing, like some, you know, you go, maybe I should start a YouTube channel, right? Does every single piece of that align with your values? That's how you make decisions. That's how you think about whether or not what you create and offer to the world is going to have the high value you want it to. That's how you decide. Does it align with your values? And and does it treat people the way they want to be treated in your community? So think about that. If you're somebody who, let's add, let's say you're a life coach and you most want to help people have confidence, and you're using a marketing funnel set of tactics where you're creating scarcity, urgency, and or shame or fear of missing out as part of how you sell, you've already lost. Because you're not create, you're not offering them value. You're basically creating a problem that they perhaps might not have already had. You're not giving them more confidence. You're not giving them more courage by creating emotions that trigger a buying choice. Instead, why not give them an opportunity for empowerment through your sales cycle? Why not give them credit for being fully baked human beings and feel lifted up by the experience of purchasing from you? Give them agency. Give them the ability to uh, to be courageous in their choices without shame, without making them feel like they only have five minutes to choose, right? So that's where alignment comes in. That's what real authentic alignment looks like, as far as I'm concerned, in my humble opinion. <laughs> so uh, I want you to think about that. How do you sell versus how are your values? How do your people want to be sold to? And, and that's where it's like, when we think about selling, when we think about sales, when we think about consent, it's okay 
It's okay to put it out there that you're selling something. You're allowed to sell things and people are allowed to buy things. And the, the alignment happens when uh, you sell something that's of only the value that it is. No more, no less. Like, if something can legitimately change someone's life, then say that. If it can't, say that too. It's okay to be honest. And it, and it can be refreshing and extremely effective. So that's how you create value, right? That's how you put value out there. Now, this is obviously a lot deeper because it's really hard to figure out because most of us have absolutely no idea how our values and our value align. And to figure it out, you have to do a lot of pretty heavy freaking soul searching. You have to think about what are the things that matter most to me? What are the things that I'm willing to let go of that might be core to who I am? And, and how do those things align with my work? Because if they don't, if they don't, you won't make it. You'll get bored. You'll pull away. You'll feel misaligned. You won't have clients. And that's, that's everything, right? I've seen people who on the outside do everything right, right? They, they spend all the right money. They hire all the right people. They make all the right moves. And yet they still don't make any money. And people still don't resonate with their message because their values don't align with their value. They're trying to sell something, not trying to offer something to the world based on how their values are made manifest out in the universe. So I'm going to just leave this as a simple message today. There's a lot to be said. There's a lot to be dug into. There's a lot to think about. And I think that I most want to leave this at a core, simple clean. This is what it is. Have you thought about this lately? And chew on it for a while. I'm not going to say any more words about it. And maybe we'll do a follow-up episode down the road, kind of digging deeper into each of these things. It's something I talk about a lot, so I would imagine it'll bleed into other episodes too. But for the time being, that's where we're going to leave it. Your values are what's inside of you made manifest in your actions. And your value is how others experience your values in play. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining me. It's been great. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. For more information, visit thegoodbusiness.co or yourlifesworkshop.com.